yes, a very thank you uh, to everyone who joined us today. A very good afternoon to everyone. Thank you very much for joining. My name is Carissa Chang. I'm the head of uh, property, uh, Muda Property at Muda.my. Uh, also, allow me to introduce my fellow teammates here, the Muda Property Sales Team. Uh, they are the ones who are helping to facilitate this session. To name them, they are Monica, Vivian, Lisa, Aaron, Caleb, and Wei Ping. A very warm welcome to our sharing session today uh, titled Being Fully Prepared for Property and also MCO 2.0. We'll be sharing about point of views and also uh, some real ground, uh, on-ground experiences from our property market guest, which is Mr. Joseph Chan and also Mr. Susan Tang. Here about, you know, sharing mostly about what happened, what do they feel about the property market last year, this year, you know, how would it end? And also sharing us uh, their valued uh, experiences with us here. So uh, first and foremost, I would also like to remind everyone, if you have any questions that you would like to post to our guests here today, please feel free to post your, your, your questions in our chat room here. Our team will grab those uh, uh, questions and we will post those questions or rather, you know, I will ask those questions on behalf at the end of this session. Uh, at the end of the session, there will be also a survey link, a survey form link uh, posted uh, on the background itself. Hopefully, everyone will be able to give us some valuable feedback on how we're supposed to improve the session, you know, or what are the upcoming sessions that you will, look, uh, you will love to, to hear from us. And upon completion of that survey, we will have a small little freebies to be given away to everyone, to those who actually completed the survey. So just for your information, the freebies are actually uh, Muda, uh, Muda Property Angpao Packets and also our Muda Property Listing Books. Okay, so uh, without further ado, uh, I would also like to grab this opportunity to thank our two industry experts, uh, Mr. Joseph Chan and also Susan Ting. Uh, to fork out their valuable time to join us uh, in this session today, okay? And um, unlike any other sessions, I think uh, what we want to do very differently this time is to scrape away the formality. We do not want to do a very formal panelist session or, you know, some people may call it a roundtable session. We would love to just have a chit-chat with our two very uh, valued guests, which is uh, Joseph Chan and also Susan Ting. And at this point of time, I believe, you know, if you have any questions, you know, anything, please, please, please post it on our chat room and we will grab your question at the end of it and ask on behalf, okay? So without further ado, uh, allow me to also introduce uh, our first guest, which is Mr. Joseph Chan. Uh, Mr. Joseph Chan will be representing the uh, Klang Valley region. Joseph is the co-founder of Keith and Kim Realty. He's an award-winning agent with more than eight years of experience covering residential area in Shah Alam. Many, whoever that, you know, read the chat room would know that he is the prince of Shah Alam, right? <laughs> okay, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, he has a record of achieving over 200 uh, transactions in the year of 2019. And not just that, he also recorded 50 sub-sale transactions during the MCO 1.0 period. He is responsible in conducting the agent trainings in Keith and Keith, and he believes in uh, focusing on one location and he treats rental and sales business equally. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Teresa. 
Next, uh, allow me to introduce uh, Mr. Susan Ting. He is representing the Northern Region. Uh, he is the head of trainer from uh, Hector World Realty for Northern Region and also a former youth head of MIEA Penang. Susan uh, is a uh, sub-sale specialist with more than 11 years of career experience in the real estate business. He personally transacted more than hundreds of millions worth of property in sub-sale segment and also recently recorded a group achievement of monthly average 120 20 transactions. Or allow me to rephrase, huh? it's more than 120 transactions in 2020, including sub-sales and rental. Welcome, Susan. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you, Carissa. So, uh, would you want to do a little bit of further introduction of yourself? Sure. Joseph. All right. So my name is Joseph Chan. All right. I'm from Keith and Kin Realty, and I've been doing real estate since at the year of 2013. All right. And prior to this business, I was actually a banker, and I was working in the bank for almost uh, five years. And the reason why I changed to be a real estate agent is because I have this passion in property investment. So when I was working in the bank, I, I started property investment, and that's where I met a lot of property agents, you know. And, uh, you know, working in a bank is always long hours, you know, uh, hectic life, you know, and I got no life. And in 2013, I was uh, expecting my first child, right? And I know that I have to make it, uh, time for my family. So hence, I, I, I met this property agent and, and he told me that, you know, property business is good income, you got more time and you will have a better life, right? And yeah, in 2013, I took the leap of faith of becoming a property agent. And since then, it has been life-changing. And uh, I only focus in Shalam, and I'm, I'm a Shalam boy, right? 100% Buddha Shalam, right? And uh, Shalam has been wonderful. Right? After all, it's the biggest city in Slango. So, uh, so that's how I uh, cover Shalams. And uh, in 2020, uh, I decided to open uh, Kif and Kin with my partners, which is Kenny, Freeman, and Chong, four of us, okay? Uh, our office is in Mount Kiara, and we have our satellite office in Shalam. Thank you. It's uh, amazing to know that from zero, you have become the prince of Shalang, from zero to hero. Yeah. <laughs> so now comes the uh, king of Penang. <laughs> king of Penang. The Penang king. So uh, again, thank you very much. Uh, thanks, Muda, and thank you, Carissa, for inviting us. This is the second session uh, together with Joseph. You know, happy to be with you in this webinar again. My pleasure. And, for me, I've been um, not 11, uh, it's 12 for this year. Okay, <laughs> 12 for this year. So uh, once after I got my uh, bachelor degree in mechanical engineering, straight away, I start myself in real estate business. Okay, why? Mainly because I don't really like doing jobs from nine to five. And that's what I heard that real estate give me freedom for me, you know, to manage my own time. And that's how I started, a very simple reason. And during that time, I had friends doing pretty well as well. And just hop in uh, without, without much more thinking about it, you know, until now, uh, it's already about 12 years. And uh, ever since about 2000, like four to five years ago, I start doing uh, more on trainings and coachings for new REMs, you know, in a way to elevate their soft skills, soft skill sets and also in a way <coughs> to elevate the professionalism in our real estate industry. So more or less, uh, that's, that's what uh, I'm doing right now. 
All right. Okay. So, uh, gentlemen, how are you guys doing? You know, it's been like you know almost a year since we last uh, gathered together and had our last session chit chatting, right? Would you guys uh, mind sharing how are you guys doing? What are you guys up to lately? All right. Uh, well, 2020 has been an unprecedented year, right? Uh, no one expect uh, that pandemic to really hit hard. And the funniest part is, you know, when we opened our agency back in March, you know, and two weeks later, we went into lockdown, right? So we were very much clueless, uh, uh, you know, shock, you know, uh, we, got, we got a lot of plans for our agents and our clients. But nevertheless, you know, uh, our goal remains intact. And we have developed a lot of trainings and plans uh, online, right? And somehow we managed to go through 2020 uh, well, right? And we look at the crisis as an opportunity. And because of that, you know, uh, the pandemic has uh, sped up the use of technology and you know, our agency has been ut utilizing a lot of uh, online systems, uh, trainings online, even our uh, registrations, bookings are all done online, right? So uh, we are more tech enabled agent these days. And uh, also the pandemic has given us much more stronger mentality lah, on how we overcome that year. Yeah. Nice. So what about season? Talking back about last year, okay. The first when we know about MCO, okay, that we have to stay back at home. It's like a big hit to us. But somehow, I think for last year, we managed to adapt quickly to the new norms and to the new market, you know, then how it works and try to work our way out. And finally, I mean, once after the MCO was lifted, I mean, the MCO 1.0 was lifted, uh, we make it pretty well, I would say, we make it pretty well. I mean, the market response was pretty good. Surprisingly, I mean, it's way better than what we have expected. You know, we have lots of motivated seller and at the same time, we do have lots of motivated buyer. Yeah. So more or less, I think we, we, we make it, yeah, for 2020. Nice. So, so yeah, I, I think just, just to also share with everyone, in, in terms of Muda property, uh, yeah, thank God that we also adapted to the situation very quickly, you know, and then after that, at the same time, of course, uh, we are an IT company, so you know, in terms of technology, it's always there. But you know, having people getting uh, well equipped and also uh, mentally available on uh, working from home and having everything done uh, online uh, is also a challenge, you know. But you know, uh, I, I think uh, thanks to thanks to you know uh, the technology and also uh, the people who are readily there to to adapt to change. I think uh, we, we managed to, to, to go through that period of time. And now it's, it's all about following the flow. What do you guys think about that? You know, are you guys also following the flow? Uh, in terms of my uh, perspective, uh, it's more about preparations. In, because what we have learned in MCO 1.0 has make us, you know, what we can expect what to happen in MCO 2.0 after that, you know. So it's more about preparation and expected uh, what will happen in MCO 2.0. Uh, we have learned a lot of things. Uh, it, it, there's this saying, you know, uh, if you fail in MCO 1.0, it's your mistake. But if you fail in MCO 2.0, it's your choice. Because MCO 1.0 has taught us a lot of things. We experience, every one of us experienced first time, you know, we have never seen these things before, but we learn and we improve. And MCO 2.0 is a time for us to prepare 
we, we learn, you know, and we must learn from the mistakes and overcome it together. Well said. Well said. Honestly, you know, this is the first time I heard you saying that, you know, like, you know, failing the MCO 1.0. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Failing yeah. the MCO 2.0. It's your choice. It's your choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Susan, do you have anything that you want to add on? Uh, like I said just now, in fact, uh, the market has actually rebound soon after MCO 1.0, despite the pandemic. Okay, someone thought that it might, you know, just going rock bottom, things like that. And somehow it sustained towards the end of 2020. You see, sales for both primary and secondary market was encouraging, I would say. It's mm. encouraging market. You know, uh, not expected, lah, okay? Especially for those uh, property like ranging from 200 to 500K was fantastic. They're doing well. We, we capture active active transactions, even for rental segments, uh, was good as usual because as we can understand, you know, we have to work things out, you know, follow the flow, you know, that's why I always say follow the flow. So whatever it is, we have to adapt to the situations and somehow lots of relocations, as we know, uh, based on my past experience, each and every year, relocations happens the most during September to December, which means it's the last quarter. And then that's when you can actually enter more into the rental market. And then for, for primary market, I would say it's still doing good because we have HOC, we have good, uh, we have good interest, we have good packages. Yeah. So if you are not doing well during the MCO 1.0, make sure you are prepared for what's coming up next. All right. I, I totally agree. So, you know, when, when we mentioned about following the flow, it's, it's not just lie down and wait for faith, faith to come, you know. It's, it's more of, I think what we try to say is embrace and uh, adapt to whatever. Exactly. It's true. It's true. You know, towards what, what was coming your way, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, enough said about your work life. So, how about your personal life? What have you been? What are the new skills that you have been developing? You know, like my side, I honestly, uh, because I do have a pair of twins, yeah. I started cooking for them. You know, every meal also I prepared for them, and I started a recipe blog when mm -hmm. I the baby food. So, what about you guys? Uh, uh well, I, I myself has uh, pick up gardening, right? Uh, I pick up gardening, and I've built a little mini pond at my house with some koi fish. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very relaxing to have that hobby, you know. Uh, almost every two weeks, I'll go to the uh, nursery to look at plants, right? So yeah, it's more a relaxing hobby nowadays. Yeah, yeah because you have more time at home, right? Why not? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so what, what about season? Joseph, I saw someone saying that they, they want you to build for them the small pond. The small pond, uh. <laughs> I can send you the Shopee link. Uh. I bought it from Shopee actually. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, recently, like, recently, because my, 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 my big boy just entered uh, primary school. One thing I see is that for now, you know, they, they, they need to start having Zoom class because they cannot have uh, physical class as usual. So, you know, that even kids, they start adapting themselves, having his handphone on his hand and then, you know, clicking on the Zoom link, going in. I, I set alarm for him so that he can go into class by himself, things like that. So I, I think this is going to be our life, you know, in coming up these few years because pandemic, we never know when it's going to end. It's, it's going to be a long battle. So uh, just we just have to, you know, go with it. So, yeah. and then, you know, especially during this time, I think... 
2.0. When it's going to stop? I don't know when. Maybe until Chinese New Year. <laughs> so we, we still need to stay at home in uh, during our Chinese New Year time. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I have the same feeling as well. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so now let, let's, let's just move back to uh, the, the last session that we had. Just, just allow me to do a little bit of a recap of the last session. I think we, we mentioned about the, uh, the last MCO had actually created different pauses to everyone's lives, right? Yeah. And there are a lot of plans that was actually being held up. You know, we are not able to go out. And then also we spoke about more subsale inventories. Only after the moratorium period ends, you know, there should be a lot of good buys in the market. And then I think the last, uh, the last session, we also mentioned that rental should be the most preferred option. Uh, as many would actually carry the wait and see behavior to see how the property market would, would, would be. Mm -hmm. Right. So moving on to, to that, uh, after the recap that I've done, uh, how was the second half of last year? Uh, did to the both of you, you know, uh, was it like what you projected, you know, or was it better? And on your side, you know, is it the sub-sale uh, segment that was better or the rental segment that was better? In my opinion, uh, last year's second half, right, was the best second half in my <laughs> entire eight life season. <laughs> you definitely agree on that, right? Agree, it, was, it was like a gold rush uh, whereby everyone was coming out to start buying properties, you know, uh, during a, a CMCO period, you know, and uh, people are capitalizing on the low interest rates below market value. And there was quite a number of motivated buyers, you know, looking at that time. And uh, coming from a 2019, I was a rental guy. I know I, I, I did a lot of rentals in 2019, but in 2020, I, I look at uh, the pandemic uh, where there's going to be a lot of motivated sellers. So, and when there's a lot of motivated sellers, naturally the motivated buyers will come in, right? And every buyers are coming in for the good deals, low interest rates. And also one more thing there, you know, the RPGT, right? So uh, it was a fantastic year. Uh, I never expected, that, but whatever we projected in MCO 1.0, the, the first sharing was accurate, yeah. Nice, yeah. very happy to hear that. How about you, Stephen? How about the market in Penang? I totally agree with uh, Joseph because last year, like I said, uh, for both uh, primary market and secondary market, especially for the second half, all right, we talk about the second half, meaning to say June, July, August, September, October, November, and December, all right, the, the deal transactions has actually increased, you know, even feedbacks from bankers, from lawyers, from our associates, you know, they say the market had actually rebounds. Why? Mainly due to the reason that first, RPGT, you see, uh, actually, I, this one I have to thank to our government. Uh, okay, uh, it helps us, uh, helps us a lot. And then second thing, the, our, our interest rates. And then of course, the major, I, I think the major driver is those motivated seller that want to exit. So when time comes, you know, this is more like my second time uh, in property market going through this because the first when I joined was somewhere around 2009, okay? During that time, that's when the market is not as good. So this time is like a, another cycle. 
So whereby some some location, it's, it it depends on location, right? Uh, but in general, most of the prices has dropped. Okay, and that's when motivated buyer they would like to and the weather for investment or for on sale, I would say both is very encouraging. That's how we make it on the second half. Of course, you have to work it out. If you still stay at home watching Netflix, no point. <laughs> exactly. Right. No pain, no gain, right? You still have to work it out and, and, and to Yeah, get you still have to work it out anyhow. Yeah. And then September to December was the peak season. I mean, the peak season for both uh, sub-sales, uh, whether in the sales market or in the rental market, I would say September to December was good time. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Sorry, yeah. So what do you think about the December last year? Honestly, I think this is this is my personal point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of Muda itself, every year December, we, we definitely uh, saw a dip. You know, most of the agents were, were actually going on holiday, having their family trips, you know, or whoever that did not even manage to do family trip, they probably just spend time at home with their beloved ones also. And uh, what, what was the December B, you know, in the property market last year? Do you see the same trend or do you think that, the, you know, the property uh, agents or the real estate negotiators are extremely hardworking during the last December? Uh, December, all right. Talking by December itself, I would say it's, uh, it's quite different from previous year. Why? Last time, you see, uh, in Northern region, take, an, uh, take Penang as an example. Penang people, uh, we like to travel. <laughs> so during December, it's like holiday season. We go out a lot. We travel a lot. And that's why in December, sometimes in sales segment, when you call the owner, when you do the calling, sorry, I'm overseas. But this year is different. Yeah. We can do our viewing as usual. So physically, yeah. physically, we can still have our activity going on, the viewing. So when there are viewings, means there are transactions, you're going to convert your leads to sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yes. So how about Joseph? What, what do you see in last December? Uh, yeah, that's true. In last December, uh, everyone couldn't travel much, uh, even though it was CMCO and, you know, every owners are in Malaysia and uh, the inquiries are still normal. Uh, we still have a lot of appointments and viewings and uh, I felt that was, uh, it was a strange month, you know, we, we were expecting it to be a, a winter month. All these years, you know, every December is always a winter month. People going for a holiday, saving money for the children's educations, you know, settling down. But in last month's December, you know, it's just like a BAU, business as usual. You know, people are still shopping, buying properties, owners are at home. So there was no uh, impact on our site. Nice. Yeah, reason why I asked was also because, you know, it was it was, a, it was abnormally uh, merry month, I would say, because it yeah. looks like, you know, most of the agents are still working, you know, and uh, also at the same time, we still see our listings coming in, listings numbers are still maintaining high, you know. That was actually a good news for the property industry, I would say, right? So moving on to the next question, what, what, what's your, because I think uh, this, is, this is some of, uh, or rather um, one of the remarks that I always uh, heard from our fellow real estate negotiators, you know, uh, they have been telling that, you know, uh, with the high mortgage loan rejection rate, you know, it's extremely difficult for them to close a deal. <coughs> 
And uh, we all know that, you know, our, our mortgage loan rejection rate has reached the all-time high last year, you know. Um, what's your take about it? And, you know, uh, did it actually really affect your sales? Mm, all right. Uh, I'll take this first, Joseph. Go ahead. All right. I think for high mortgage loan rejection rate, it all depends on the market segment. Okay. I would say it mostly happens in primary market. Why? Because for primary market, buyers in primary market, what drives them to buy? You know, they are, you know, the, the packages, the attractive packages, slowdowns, things like that. They are more, they are more driven by that sense. Where else for uh, prime, uh, secondary market, those buyers that really want to enter, they are mostly, I mean, financial standing wise, they are ready. And that's the, that's the reason why you don't get as much rejection rate for the sub-sales market. Because for, for primary market, some, some of them, they, they will just say, all right, low entry, couple of thousand, I get a house, let's try. Then they, they will just enter, you know, without thinking so much. Like, you know, try, try, lah, no harm, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I think they are not as ready as buyer in the sub-sales segment. I mean, financially, the standing is not as ready. They, they don't even know if they are eligible to the loan or not. They just go and try. If cannot, get back the deposit, that's it. But for sub-sales, they are ready. I want to buy a house. Uh, I'm getting married. I need a house. Uh, I have new babies. I have kids growing up. So I have spare cash. I have you know cash on hand. My cash flow is good enough to, to buy a new house. And then I'm more eligible and more qualified for loans. So it makes difference. It depends on... It depends on which segment of uh, the market that we're talking about. Totally agree with you. Yeah. How about you? What's your take? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be giving my thoughts on sub-sales market. Uh, buyers coming into sub-sales market, you know, they have to prepare 10% deposit plus 5% for the legal fees, right? So when the buyer has that amount of deposit, I think they would have done the calculations, you know, how much can they afford the installments? And uh, I'm going to share with you because I'm coming from a bank, banking background, right? Our interest rate has dropped five times last year, right? It's crazy, you know, all-time low at 1.75%. Mm -hmm. What it means that, you know, people are not saving money in the bank. You know, they would rather take out the money and buy something else, buy properties, buy stock markets, right? So, but what happens when the banks have lower cash reserve? You know, because people are taking out the money and that means the bank will be much more stricter in giving out loans. They are more cautious, right? So, uh, because of that, you know, bank ha has stricted, uh, make the, the guideline, the approval more strict, you know, and uh, I, I do see some normal straightforward case being rejected, you know, but, you know, because the bank has changed the, the approval guideline in 2020, uh, and there's so many industries being wiped out, you know, oil and gas, hotel, tourism, airlines, you know, so all of these buyers has been wiped out, you know, so we couldn't get these buyers from this industry anymore. Uh, so uh, buyers coming into 2020 uh, are much lesser, but they are more serious and they are motivated buyers and they have done the background check already. Yeah. So I think in short, we are trying to say that, you know, whatever leads that you are getting now should be uh, more quality leads. Uh, people yeah. are prepared to purchase their properties, people who have their money ready available, you know, yeah. and uh, they are more potential than ever, right? Correct. 
Yeah, yeah that, that's what we're looking for. Like, I mean, in terms of uh, the so-called quality buyers, uh, that's what, that, uh, meaning to say they're they more qualified. They, they know that they have better cash flow. Mm -hmm. But one thing uh, that uh, Joseph mentioned just now, I agree with that as well. It, it depends on which industri uh, industry they are in right now because bank, they are pretty strict on looking into which industry they are in right now. I mean, like if you are with airlines, definitely they won't consider, you know, at this moment. All right. So it depends. But it also depends, right? Nowadays, I saw a lot of people diversifying. Like, you know, pilots are selling nasi lemak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have Asia stewardess in my, <laughs> in my group now. That's right. Two of them. Yeah. Senior. One with eight years, one with 11 years experience flying with Asia. Mm -hmm. And now they are doing real estate. Okay. Do you guys have anything to add uh, pertaining to uh, the uh, mortgage loan uh, rejection rate? Uh, you know, you know. Last week, the Bank Negara announced there's there's no more changes in the bank interest rate. Uh, and I felt that you know, uh, there will be one more time drop. You know, based on our economic uh, situation. And in 2020, right, our GDP, gross domestic product, is at all time lows. It's worse than 1997. 19, if you think that 1997 was worse, you know. 2020's GDP is even worse. It was negative 19% contracted, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, I believe that, you know, uh, the, the bank, right, will drop the interest rate, right? And uh, there's going to be a lot of people uh, having tough time getting loans, right? Because of the industries being affected, right? But uh, to those buyers who, who are really motivated, I think there should be, shouldn't be any problem because lower interest rate means lower installment, higher chance of approval. So there's going to be a yeah, yes and no, you know? Depends on the buyer. Yeah. How about season? Do you have anything else to add? Mm, I guess, I mean, like, for, for practitioner, all right, for practitioner, my suggestion is that uh, we can at least do some uh, betting before entering the, the loan mm. and giving them uh, the correct advice and betting through their, their documents. If you do not know how to do so, maybe you can get some uh, friendly bankers to help you up so that, you know, at least the, the preliminary round, you can, you can filter up whether this buyer is qualified or not before entering. You know, sometimes you, you, you give very high hope on this buyer and eventually the, the loan turn up to be rejected. You know, sometimes you get down, right? <laughs> So, uh, I mean, I mean, it's it's good lah. Before before going going in, you can at least get some advice from the bankers. Or if you do have some uh, finance or mortgage knowledge, you can actually uh, look at their profile and then giving the correct advice, and then see how you can actually help them up to purchase or to buy their property. Now, what's your thought about the uh, MCO two point You know, um, what 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 do you plan to? achieve or what do you plan to do or activate uh, within this uh, MCO 2.0 period? Mm, I go first. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I would say for the most worthy lesson uh, from MCO 1.0, okay, MCO is actually the best time for learning and the best time for enhancing your skill sets. All right. You know, MCO itself is like a pit stop. Whereby you go in, you change your tires, you refuel, and then you go back down to the track. So you, it's not like you know taking all your sweet times, 
stay at home. Yeah, you do stay at home. But it's not like taking your sweet time watching Netflix, you know, watching some drama. Recently got one drama, quite a lot of people watching, but I think it's quite, quite some time ago, 30 only, you know. Uh, so that drama. So during MCO, I, I, mean, I mean, we should like, we have less physical activity, especially those uh, doing sub-sales segment, you have less physical viewings and those activities, you have actually lowered down a lot, okay? But it doesn't mean you have more time uh, to rest, things like that. So, I mean, you still have to fully utilize your time, okay? Make calls, all right? And then make sure you are in touch with your leads. You are in touch with your clients all the time. Make more calls. Continue your advertisement, assuring your market and online presence. That's important because why? Once you stop, you need more time to pick it back up. That's that's definite, all right? And you have to adapt to current situations and the new norms. You have to embrace the new technology, uh, get those virtual things online. You know, we do get transaction done, even staying at home. You see, that's amazing. I mean, like you just showing videos, like virtual viewing, you still manage to get sales. So I think for upcoming MCO 2.0, the most important thing, plan your daily routine, okay? And fully utilize your time. Uh, you have to do the same things, back to basic, do your course, and even more course during this time, I, I guess. Because once people, they are laid back, we do. You know, it's not like everyone is fighting for the sales, then you only fight. Once people lay back, we fight, okay? Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, I think I think most importantly is do not let yourself be lazy. Yeah, that's important. You still have to keep yourself busy. You know, make calls, do advertisement. Muda still have response. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Even during this period, we get calls. Right, my group, I get feedbacks from them. They still get calls. They still get inquiry. Yeah. Yeah. So you know there is a saying: you slack, you lack. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 How about Joseph? What's your take? We must look at crisis as an opportunity, right? We cannot control the pandemic. We cannot control what's happening, right? So I, I can tell you that 2021, the economy will be difficult and harder and harder. And as a property agent, all ourselves, you know, guys, listen, right? We have to be ready for the worst to come, right? It's going to be challenging. It's going to be hard for, especially the B40 people will be, will be having a tough time, right? But as a property agent, we are the intermediary between the seller and buyer, right? There's going to be a lot, a lot of desperate sellers, motivated sellers, right? Because they'll be losing jobs, having unemployment, income loss, right? Mm -hmm. But there will also be a lot of motivated buyers, right? And um, so in this 2021 on onwards, right, I urge all of you just to focus one thing, your segment. Focus the motivated sellers only. When you focus the motivated sellers, right, all those motivated buyers are already waiting outside there to grab the good deals. They're already waiting, right? Mm. And to do this, number one, is the marketing action plan that I have created. I mean, we use a marketing action plan means when we see the sellers, how are we going to sell the property? How are we going to market the property, right? Present your marketing action plans to the seller. How are you going to sell the property, right? Secondly, in this digital time, all of your listings has to be video. Do, do you agree that 
nowadays listings in video is very important if you agree type video right because a lot of people are not comfortable traveling to build a property you know too much fear a lot of building beings uh, uh not allowing us to view the property so another way of doing videos right and the second the third one right we have first one marketing action plan second video right the third one position positioning positioning okay if you agree with my, my idea positioning type positioning we have to position ourselves in this market why because a lot of owners outside there are finding for agents this crisis has created fear right i believe that muda has already released a statistics that during pandemic the inquiries traffic increased those are not buyers those are owners looking for agents they want to know what is the price of the property right so it's positioning you have to position in muda make sure your ads are always constantly refreshed on a weekly basis right and your social media right so it was m for marketing v for video p for positioning it stands for mvp right just follow these steps mvp right so this is how i told my team to prepare you know and you know we, we have to be ready mentally strong right very nice sharing joseph so how about how about season all right i mean for our daily routine you see i i always like the saying uh, that the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine what are you doing daily right now during this time like joseph said definitely this year is not going to be easier than last year it's going to be a long battle even with the vaccine our daily routine the way that we work out our planning is most important but how many calls you going to make each day what market segment you should be going in which 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 the best that you can play with and then i mean like Who's your motivated seller? That's the most important thing. That's the key point here. I totally agree with Joseph. I mean, if you do have motivated seller, that's why uh, ever since I started uh, real estate business, frankly speaking, I do seller's market. I do product based. I don't really do customer based. You know, it's a whole lot of difference. We work more with sellers rather than buyers. All right, I can catch 50 people to, to view a house rather than serving one, only one guy viewing 50 houses. You're going to get tired with that, all right? Once you have good price, good property, motivated seller, definitely you still manage to get sales, all right? So, Susan, just, just to recap what you were saying, you, you were, you, the, the tip that you were giving was mainly about identifying who are your motivated sellers. Yes. And you then you have to plan your daily routine. Mm. You have to plan your daily routine, seriously. Because like uh, what I'm teaching my guy to do now, you, you don't sleep at home. Even if you are at home, you make calls, you get your leads. Each and every day, you get new leads, you get good leads, and make sure all those leads, you are in touch with them from time to time. I mean, in daily basis. You just have to keep rolling. You just have to keep rolling. You know, pandemic wouldn't stop just like instance. You know, it might happen following next year, we never know how long it takes, even with vaccines. So the only thing that we can do is that we have to keep ourselves rolling. You have to do your daily routine. Yeah. Back to those four basic, you know, what we do in sub-sales. We do call, we, yeah. we, we do advertising, we do viewing, and we do closing, those four things. All right, but right now, the thing is that we cannot get physical viewing. 
right? So we have to adapt and embrace new technology whereby we, we do videos and, and, and we do virtuals, virtuals videos online for viewing purpose. But I can manage, I'm sure you still can manage getting more sales this year. Yeah. Okay, all right. Then what, what, do, what, do you guys, uh, what do you guys think about the property market uh, look like immediately after the MCO is uplifted? Joseph. Okay, uh, what I felt that uh, in this MCO 2.0, right? I think I shared that first session. MCO 2.0, every one of us should be calling prospecting, you know, getting as much leads as you can, you know, and uh, do your branding on social media, right? In this time, it's all about getting ready, right? You target your motivated seller, you aim, right? The moment the MCO 2.0 is lifted, you better fire all your listings out and you fire massively, right? And that's where I and this season, you know, did well after the MCO was lifted up. It's all about firing our cylinders, go all out, right? And it's very important for us to prepare now. It's all starts now. MCO 2.0 is not a holiday. It's all about preparation mode, right? And I can tell you that uh, even though the market is tough, right, it's challenging, but buyers, right, when they see 10% below market value, it triggers, it triggers them. 10%, for example, if it's 500,000, 10% is 50,450. It triggers them to go inside, right? And I felt that, you know, uh, with the low interest rates, below market value, government incentive, you know, 2021, you know, if it's first time home buyer, you can get stamp duty exemption for below 500,000. So all of these benefits will definitely help the first time buyers. So get ready in this time, target your motivated seller, MCO 2.0, you start firing. I've got the feeling it will be the same as 2020 when this MCO was lifted up. Okay, so your advice is fire, you know, don't care. You do preparation now, you structure, you organize, you yeah. The moment when the government announced that MCO 2.0 is uplifted, start firing. Start firing, mm. that's right. How about season? What do you think? After MCO, huh? I mean like after it's lifted. Okay, I would say overall this year, we should be more dependent on localized market. Localized market simply means you don't hope so much on foreign investment, no chance, right? One thing politically and another thing due to our pandemic, you know, traveling is like, it's like hell right now. So I, I mean like they, they, they won't bother to come to, to our place for investment right now. Focus more on localized market, right? Get your, get your leads already. And then one thing, make sure that you have high exposure. That, that's how it's going to be the property market this year. It all depends on local market. Don't depend so much on foreign investment. Yeah. Yeah, don't hope so much on foreign investment. All right. And then if you think that your segment, the segment that you are doing in, 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 our, in our property market is not as encouraging, tweak it a bit, tweak it a bit, switch a bit. Maybe you can add on, but not change Totally. Why? Because sometimes your skill set is built for that segment. You don't change totally. You're going to die as well. All right. You can add on more products to what you are doing in existing time or period right now. Okay. That's my piece of advice and how it's going to be like when MCO is, is lifted. The market is going to, you, you know, still going to be like last year, like hopefully, hopefully. And I predict it's going to be like that as well. 
same prediction as Joseph. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Uh, before that, I think I, I do have a note from uh, the team that, you know, someone was asking uh, what was the recap that I was doing just now about uh, the inspiration words that you guys actually gave. So let me just, uh, let me just repeat, uh, I mean, repeat. Um, the inspiration words that uh, Joseph was sharing was get ready, reflect, aim, and fire. Okay. And the inspiration word from Stephen was plan, refill, and go on track. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, just, just, to, just to recap a bit because I think someone, someone actually posted that just now. Okay, let me let me just get back on track on whatever that uh, Joseph and and Stephen was actually talking about. Um, I think other than start firing, what I learned from Stephen was also focus on local market. This is actually very important. I think we need to be realistic, even though uh, for the past uh, one or two years, I I I've saw uh, a, uh increase in a number of foreign investors coming over to Malaysia, especially in Penang. I think a lot of foreign investors are investing in Penang, right, Susan? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, so um, um, I think those are good motivation, I would say. But at the same time, let, let's be more realistic, be more on ground that, you know, we, we have to kita jaga kita. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, traveling industry is, is on a total pause now. Even though, you know, it doesn't matter how many potential uh, investors that you guys are having, uh, you know, unless you are quite confident that you are able to close it, I think that's a, a very good news. But if not, I think we, we just need to be more, uh, we, uh, how, to, how to say, be more um, realistic that, you know, we, we definitely need to focus more on the local market. Uh, servicing more of the local uh, sellers and also the buyers, I, I think. That is a very good advice and uh, a very spot-on advice to a lot of um, uh, real estate agents outside. Okay, and also I, I kind of like what Susan mentioned just now. Do whatever that you are doing. Add on a little bit of innovation. You were saying that add on a little yeah. bit of product. You have to add on, change, tweak it a little bit. Exactly, it's tweak yeah. it a little bit to improve what you are doing. I think this this is also a very good advice in, in terms of how we're supposed to, to actually improve or enhance what we are doing. You know, uh, whatever that you are doing now that is working, if you're constantly doing it, you know, it may not be happening, uh, you know, after some time. I, I think that is, that is uh, what we have learned throughout the years as well. And I, I, I particularly love it because it just reminded all of us to be more innovative in whatever that we are doing, right? So, right, okay. Um, anything else to add on before I move on to uh, the next question? I'm good. All good? All good. Okay, so now I think this is, this is one of the questions that probably many of the uh, real estate agents or negotiators are very interested in knowing. In your opinion, uh, according to your experience in this field, right, how would you project the property market to end? in uh, this 2021. Susan, go ahead. Uh, me, uh. <laughs> Okay. I don't really dare to project things, you know. Why? First, because we need data, okay? But just 
I mean, a fair prediction, okay, from my personal point of view, I would say this year, moderate, moderate, not, not going to be really bad, but moderate. But the most important thing, the key point, it all depends on what you do daily right now. You know, it all depends on what you do daily right now. So um, sometimes I like to say, uh, even when the market is bad, we don't take part. You, you, you get what I mean? Uh? Yeah, during bad market, I know the market is bad, but we all hear, okay, 500 people, we have about 500 people here. We all hear, everyone here today, we don't take part in the bad market. We take part in the good market. Yeah. So this year, I, I think moderate. There's still, still going to be, there's still going to be sales because anyhow, people get married, you still need house. You know, you have newborn babies, you want to move, you, you, you have kids growing up, you still need to buy a house. It's a need, you know, it's a need. It's not a want, it's a need, okay? It's a need for everyone. The product that we are doing today is a need for everyone. You know, each and every year we have more people, uh, we have growth in populations, yeah. we have more people qualified buying houses, people get old, and then it's going to, it's going to keep rolling. But whether the the the... The transaction is going to be more or less, I would say, uh, comparing back to 2020, I'm looking at a moderate growth in transactions number. So what do you think? Do you think it will be all, uh, the, the more positive in the subsale uh, segment or do you think the rental segment will be more positive? Uh, I, I would say, I would say, okay, this somehow we need to touch a little bit on the property market trend. Okay, I would say uh, the sub-sales, for selling for the sales segment, okay, we, we might still expect, expecting a good response as well after MCO. But do take a look in the rental segment. Rental segment is encouraging as well because now people might think, I don't want to burden so much. I want to lower down my money commitment. So somehow, especially like in Kuala Lumpur, Selangor, big cities like that, you know, those having difficulties in, in, in their incomes, they might choose to rent rather than to buy. It's going to be a new trend. It's a new norm. Yeah, that's my, my, that's my, that's, that's my projection. Now. How, about, how about Joseph? What, what, what's your take about the uh, 2021 property market? All right. Uh, this is going to be an ugly truth, right? Uh, I think we all both know that, you know, the only hope is the vaccine, right? And in, even in America, the vaccine has been distributed, right? But the case is all time high until now. Every day, the new cases are all still ongoing. And again, you know, as long as the vaccine is not fully distributed, it will take about two years for the whole nation to be uh, vaccinated. People will still be, af be afraid of traveling. What if there is going to be MCO 3.0, MCO 4.0. What if, right? Because humans cannot stay at home for a long time, right? I, I, I project that the market will be much more harder than last year. It's going to be not easy. It's, it's going to be tough. Whereby a lot of business will lose uh, business and uh, cut employments. And that's where you see a lot of owners unable to hold their properties, right? Lawn moratorium is not going to end. I mean, it's not going to last long, right? And this year is going to be what year? 
it's going to be an auction year. I can tell you, a lot of people are starting to look into auction. And as a property agent, we must not be worried. Again, we look at the crisis as an opportunity. We focus on motivated sellers, right? Because they need our help. As a property agent, it's time for us to help our owners to give the best advice and services, right? And, you know, motivated buyers are always there, right? And uh, rental market will thrive in this time because, like uh, Susan said, property is, is a need, it's shelter. Everybody is either needs to upgrade or downgrade. Property is a necessity, right? And because of in this pandemic, the cost of renting is much cheaper than owning a property, right? So people will maybe have to sell the property and temporarily look into rental property. In the last uh, recession, you know, rental market thrive, right? So make sure that all your properties uh, in the rental market has to be advertised, positioned, but the rental price drops because of there's so much supplies, but it will have good demands, right? And uh, yeah, a lot of buyers will start to come in, you know, this year. This is the, the best year, you know, and all of us, right? 2021 is going to be your breakthrough. Ini kalilah, jangan lepaskan peluang. This is going to be the best year for us to start. A lot of millionaires, you know, people, who can overcome this crisis will do well. This is the time for us to jump into this business, position yourself, get as many leads, brand yourself. It's going to be a lot of opportunities. Always be on the positive side. Look at this crisis as an opportunity, right? And your intention is to help the sellers to sell the property. Now for the sellers, it's not about making money. It's about minimizing the loss. It's all about helping them oh. cut loss. You, when, you, when the owner say, how much can you sell? I'm here not to make money, help you make money. This time is difficult. Everyone knows it's a, it's a buyer's market. It's all about minimizing the loss. If I don't sell now, maybe in the next June or July, August can be 20% below market value, right? So, you know, uh, as a property agent, I urge all of you, right? A lot of owners is desperately needing our help. Help, give them the best advice, advertise properly, and uh, this is the best time for us to ride the wave. You know, this is the wave that we are talking about. So if you all agree with me, type the word, ride the wave. This is the biggest wave that we're going to see. Do you want to wait another 10 more years to have this crisis? No, this is the year that the wave is coming up. This COVID-19 is an earthquake. It creates the wave. And for the next few months, the wave becomes bigger and bigger. And we don't want to miss that opportunity of grabbing all those below market value deals, right? This is the time, right? The wave, right? So uh, position yourself, right? So what is the wave that we have been, you know, what is the platform? One of them is Muda. Muda is your surfing board, right? So in this time, right, I still advertise. People think it's yourself. No, nobody go and see properties, but I still advertise on a weekly basis because I want people to know I'm in the market. And Actually, right, the purpose of me advertising this time is to get owners. It's not to find buyers, actually. Owners is all looking for me in this time. Continue to advertise, right? So ride the wave, be positive. By the end of 2021, you will reach the shore, right? Thank you. Or oh, you probably reach another, another precious island. Yeah. Right. I, right. I think, I, think uh, I... I, I 
I'm actually very inspired when uh, you guys actually mentioned about 2021 being a, a, a breakthrough year for everyone. I think uh, many know many I, many people would know that um, it is really about how we sustain, than how we earn, how much we earn, how profitable we are. You know, if your business industry is actually in those business industry that you are still profitable, I think uh, it would be you know you should be very grateful about it. But at the same time, I think it is it is very much onto also looking at how businesses are resetting and then you know how uh, each other are actually sustaining the business to get through this uh, period of time also and i think it is extremely important to be in innovative and to tweak whatever ways that you are doing so for example you know um, like what joseph mentioned just now it is an auction year right so if you can't find any good opportunity you know I, I i personally think that there are opportunity in different areas different different uh, focuses but at the same time if you are really thinking about you know you can't find any opportunities in subsale or rental try auction you know maybe auction is another area that you would be able to find some some lights there right i think it is it is not about um giving up it's about where or which other tunnels that you might find lights at the end of it. I think it is, it is, uh, I hope that this would actually inspire people here as well. So, okay. Uh, anything else to add guys? Mm, okay. okay. One more thing, because each and every pandemic like this time, we have to see what, what kind of opportunity, what kind of opportunity is actually a, a big shifting of wealth from one to another, from one industry to another. But it doesn't mean that the market is dying up. You know, so you just have to have to capture the right one, you know, the right person to sales and the right person to buy. That's it. It's a transfer of wealth, remember. All right. It's not that the 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 market is crashing or what. Yes. The, the market crash refer to the drop in price, but it doesn't mean there's no transactions. Anyhow, when there are transactions, that's, that's where we make our money, right? Transfer of wealth, yes. So, I do see lots of questions coming in from... Yes, there are a lot, a lot of questions. So, um, yeah, Joseph, do you have anything to add? If not, I will move on to the questions that was actually posted by uh, the participants today. All good, yeah. All good. Okay. Um, so, okay. Let, let me just uh, post the first question um, who was actually asked by uh, OPPO A9. I, I think uh, our beloved property or real estate negotiator hasn't, hasn't changed the name of the mobile phone yet. So, he was asking how to market during this MCO. Do you guys have any tips for him? Joseph, go ahead. Okay, how to market in during MCO, right? Number one, I would suggest that all of you get exclusive listing. Exclusive listing means you get a sole agent to sell the property. Why? Because in these times, you remember, it's all about finding motivated sellers. And motivated sellers will give you all the information that you want. And we must get exclusivity. And with exclusivity, you will be more hardworking and be more uh, responsible and you'll be willing to invest. 
I can tell you that out of my my exclusivity conversion during MCO is almost 90%. Out of 10, nine is sold within three months because of exclusivity. And when you got exclusivity, you will put on social media, you blast, you, you put your, and secondly, you must do videos. Videos is very important. It will make you different from other agents. Don't you realize that until now, until now, there are still not many agents doing videos in the market, right? This is the time, MCO 2.0, we must learn to do videos, right? All of my listings now all are all on videos. And because of these situations, it allows me to present my listings virtually to my clients, right? So please upload all your list video listings on YouTube, Facebook, right? Send those links to your clients. And video listings will feature your clients. Well, well sorry, will filter your clients, right? And uh, your advertising, when you get... When I, when I advertise all my exclusive listings, I will definitely put all the premium featured ads. You know, uh, I will not put general ads because it's all about positioning yourself, right? Because when you take exclusivity, it's always below market value. You do exposure and you will get results, right? So go for exclusivity in this time. Marketing. How about you, Susan? What do you think? Uh, so uh, the questions again, uh, Teresa. How to market during MCO? We, we talk about in general first, in general first. What does marketing means for you? It's not only about advertising. It's about building relationship with your clients. It's part of prospecting. Okay, so you need to build trust in between you, your buyer, your seller, each and every one of them. This is very important. So whensoever they have good price or they have made up their mind, to sell it cheaper than previous quoted price, okay? You are the first one they're gonna call you, okay? So you get the first-hand news. And this that's very important during this time, all right? So besides, we talk about online marketing. You try different different types of way, tweak it a little bit. You know, uh, just, uh, I, I did some experiment uh, when they first announced uh, MCO 2.0 but don't everyone follow uh. if everyone follow letter you see Muda is full of this kind of header is it okay so during MCO you know what I write for the header just just for just for trying you know I write MCO special of course the price is pretty uh, it's pretty attractive as well uh. and I managed to close only two ads I only tried two advertisements the only two transacted okay wow. two ads with MCO special, but let, not after the class today, uh, our webinar today, you see all the head of MCO <laughs> <laughs> In the ad description, they probably hashtag. You have to be creative, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I just put MCO special, you know, it's more catchy in a way. So, you know, I, I just I, like nothing to do and just try it out, you know. And that too really managed in just, in just one week time. In just one week time. Just for just just for trying purpose, just for trying purpose. Yeah. You see, I cannot stress enough. Right. It is really about how you tweak and be innovative. You know, be it just uh, an ad title. You know. Yeah. Just yeah. an ad title. You know, in small change, big difference. Sometimes. Correct. Yeah. Be creative. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Can I move on to the next question? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. I think this one is uh is from uh, Stephen Mock. Mm. Uh, his question was, do you think 
this pandemic crisis will crash the property market soon. So many people not able to pay for the installment anymore. Okay, so uh, if you're talking about crash, how do you define crash? Do you do, do you define crash as a drop in uh, in like drop in the price or no transactions? It's a whole lot different meaning. Okay, to me, I, I would say you see crash as drop in price line in general. Okay, yes, I would say yes. Okay, so that's why uh, you should be expecting more auction property like what Joseph has uh, said just now. And second thing, more and more panic sales, fire sales, motivated seller. That's what we're looking for. Throughout MCO 1.0, the whole year, I, I have to tell you, the whole year, yeah. that's what we're looking for. This time, we should be expecting more, right? Okay, so how about how about uh, Joseph? Do you think that the pandemic will crash the property market? I think the word crash is a bit very harsh. Uh, it will not really crash the property market uh, because our economy is still moving. Uh, I think crash is whereby you know the whole the country cannot move. For example, like war, you know, but our economy is still moving. And like season say, you know, the only thing that is uh, going to affect is the price of the property. It will dip, right? Probably in the next maybe next 10%, dip for 10%. Now the situation is, I felt that the property market has dipped by 10%. It could dip by another 10%, that would be 20%, right? Anything anything more than that is considered auction market really, right? So uh, the, this, the holding power is going to be harder, lesser. A lot of people will not be able to keep the property. And, you know, uh, by the end of this year, you know, it's going to be a lot of fire sales. Mm. Correct. So actually, I think fire sale is is actually a. I would say it is it is a, a consequent, you know, yeah. of, of uh, the whole entire scenario that we are facing now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Um, I I actually have Wani. I believe Wani is a new agent. Hmm? She was asking for tips to survive uh, this MCO for a newbie. So other than you know, or, or, or other than what that I recap just now, do you guys have anything to add to her? Tips to survive. Yes. Okay. Uh, what's her name again? Wani. Wani. Uh. Hmm. Okay. For I train lots of new IEN. In fact, okay, I do lots of training on new IEN. And then I would say, if you want to survive now, if your skill set is not enough, your closing skill is not as good. Do more on rental market. You still gonna survive. No worry. Yep. Right. Very simple. More on the ratio. Okay. More on rental market rather than sales market. Very simple. <laughs> Joseph. Okay. Uh, I have the other way around as well. Uh, it's all about the mindset, right? Everybody that joins this business. We are all what? Entrepreneur, right? We are all entrepreneurs. We are all businessmen and businesswomen, right? You have to keep on learning. Entrepreneur means we have to be adaptive to the changes and keep on learning. So in this MCO 2.0, learn as much from your team leaders, from the agencies, sharpen your skills, right? And you will be surprised that a lot of agents are able to sell 
Well, during the beginning part, you may have little uh, startup costs, but there are quite a number of agents selling on social medias, Facebook, IG, right? Make use of this time to position yourself in Facebook, social media, right? And again, rental property is fast, right? Start with rental property. When I started my career, I was focusing on rental, right? Fast money. Yeah, fast money. And every rented property that you rented, that owner that you manage, it will be an opportunity to sell in the future, right? So don't think that rental is a small money, a lot of work, but I can tell you, it will give you a lot of business in the future. So keep doing rentals in this time. You will thrive, right? Position yourself and keep learning and growing with your leader. And I personally think that, you know, uh, selling a property is actually a long-term business. It's, yeah. not, it's not overnight. So yeah. a lot of uh, perseverance and yeah. also a lot of uh, patience are needed. I think uh, also at the same time, I think, um, of course, I am uh, not the industry expert, but at the same time, I am uh, I'm from a technology field and I my personal uh, advice to all newbies or rather a new property agents here are uh, embrace the new technology. You know, don't let yourself be hindered by the, the, the limited knowledge that you are having. Knowledge is about uh, how you gain it and do not shy away from it. If you think that, you know, you are not good at Facebook marketing, go learn, sign up courses. You know, if you think that IG, Instagram marketing is something new that people are looking at, you know, also, at the same time, don't slack, go and learn, you know. And also, also at the same time, you know, if you think that there are new ways, new, new ideas that people are sharing, you know, do an experiment yourself and see whether it works uh, for yeah. you or not. I think, I think it is all about embracing and also experimenting uh, whatever that is available in the market and also in the technology industry to yeah. help you fulfill whatever that you need to do. I think that is very important. Yeah. And one more thing that I want to share, right, is it's all about not just newbies uh, uh, or the experience, right? It's all about whatever it takes, whatever it takes to do it, right? And it, and you have that goal in front of you, you know, you don't blame the economy and the situation. You do whatever it takes to, to overcome it. Don't give excuse, you know. Uh, I cannot go for appointments, go for anything. There's so much things you can do. To sell on online, right? So don't give excuse, don't blame, right? We are all entrepreneurs, right? We have to be different from the rest. We have to be mentally strong. It's all about whatever it takes, right? If you're here in this business to do short term, to try, it's not gonna work. If you join this, you join this business, you must think that you want to make a difference in people's life by giving them the best property, giving them the right deal. We are here not to sell. We are here to help people. That's as simple as that. It's all about whatever it takes. Yeah. Okay, I, I think I want to take this uh, next question, which I read and I thought it is very interesting. It is. Uh, it was actually asked by a, a, a fellow negotiator called David. His question was, is it recommended for REN to invest into properties as well? or there is no need for that. I, I think this is very interesting. You know, it, it probably has uh, implanted in a lot of uh, real estate negotiators' heart, but probably no one was asking but David. So 
what what do you think you know do you guys actually invest in properties yourself yeah you go first i'm sure you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that's the beauty of being a property agent you know every day you will see a lot of fire sale and good deals you know and uh, obviously you want to be having that good deals as well you know so uh, i strongly believe in property i'm a property guy i i love property and you know, all my all my savings everything's all on property right and um, in fact you know during during this pandemic right i think all the landlords are smiling number one your interest rate is all time low your installment is low your rental is probably maybe almost the same, right? And rental market thrive. So I think whoever is property investors, landlords, they're all smiling now. You know? Let's hope the interest rate remains this low as long as possible. Yeah. How about you, Susan? Have you been property shopping? Uh, I do. Good intention this year. Good potential this year. Okay, I mean, keep it to ourselves. Here, 500 people, it's good time to buy. Seriously. Seriously, you I must tell buy, you. Must buy. Must <laughs> buy. But, one, a very, a very important piece of advice. Don't over leverage. Buy something that you think monthly you can commit. Yeah. All right. Not over leveraging. All right. Yeah. I'm not here to tell you, you know, to, to over leverage. But, yeah. you have to buy invest do some investment especially we we do property we we are the first hand you know we we are REMs. we have the first hand we get in touch with leads every day each and every day we get in touch with leads you know who who knows best for for the for the pricing we are the one who knows best for the pricing you know it's a good time to enter if you do have some spare cash go ahead no worry the sun is coming up someday so no worry yeah. Good time is going to come back again. Yeah. So those who make money is those who invested. You know, previous cycle, I can see that those who make money is those who invested way back starting, you know, 2009, 2010, 2011, yeah. or 12. Those going in about 2013, 14 is almost the, the last batch already. Some of yeah. them are really late already. Yeah. So this is a good time. Yeah. Take your sweet time. Do some shopping. Yeah. Right. At a manageable range within your comfortable, uh, within your comfortable commitment. That's it. Yeah. So to uh, the male rent outside and the female rent outside, stop doing your car shopping or handbag shopping. Please do property shopping because you get a lot, a lot of good deals nowadays. I think be it in Klang Valley or be it in Penang. You know, I think the return of. Uh, of property shopping is definitely higher than uh, uh, handbag shopping. <laughs> okay, um, there is uh, one uh, real estate agent, Gan, was asking about uh, for sub-sale market, is there any good method to collect listings from owners? I think uh, Susan mentioned about having a lot of motivated sellers out there, you know, identify who are your motivated sellers. And, you know, also, I think Joseph also mentioned that we should, we should be collecting uh, owners or sellers instead of uh, recruiting for buyers, right? So, yeah, uh, in terms of sub-sale market, is there any good method that you guys could share with uh, Gun uh, to collect listings from owners? Okay. Uh, remember just now, we, I mentioned about M the marketing action plan. 
I'm going to go detail in the, our marketing action plan, right? So when I meet the owner, right, the first thing that we have to do is to ask the owner all these basic questions. Why are you want to, are you, why are you selling? How urgent are you selling, right? Our intention is to find a motivated seller. And, and we if we found that the owner is motivated to sell, right, okay, you have to tell the market outlook. You have to tell the owners what is happening in the, in the market in the next few months. You know, the COVID-19 cases is all-time high, 3,000 per day. Our interest rate is low. Unemployment is increasing. Business is closing, right? And, and when the owners found out about these situations, right, their expectation will drop. Because a lot of owners in the market is always, I want a higher price. It's normal, right? But when you tell the expectation that the market is going to be softer, you know, they will understand the situation. And I always tell this, this to the owner. Owner, if I don't manage to sell now, in the next three months, it will be harder. Would you want me to come back to see you again to sell at a lower price? And it has to be now, it has to be at least 10% below market value. Averagely. Why, right? Because I felt that now is the buyer's market. Buyer's market are only coming in for one reason, below market value. You know, they, they're just here for one thing, to gain something which is below market value. And and, and once I got the, the owner's uh, confirmation, you know, they want to sell the property urgently, sell, selling at the right price, right? I will request for exclusivity. Exclusivity will give you, again, the word exclusivity is very important, will give you a lot of power to sell the property faster and, and, and uh, effectively, right? So uh, th that is my marketing issue plan, right? Ask the owner the questions, present the market outlook, request for exclusivity, and then after that, fire that listings in videos, blast on Facebooks, you do WhatsApp blastings to all your clients, right? Expose the property. Season? Can, can you uh, come back to the question again? Uh, for subsale market, is there any good method to collect listings from owners? Oh, meaning to say, good method in collecting listings. Okay, so you you see in sub sales, there are different kind of leads. Uh, if we're talking about seller leads, uh, it depends on whether you're gonna get hot leads, warm leads, or cold leads. It all depends. All right. Of course, for for cold leads, do more calls. That's it. You have to make calls each and every day. And for warm leads, get in touch with your associates. Get in touch with your, your business associates, lawyers, bankers, get more referrals. And hot leads, it all comes from people around you. Get in touch with them. All right. That's the that's the that's the easiest and the and the usual method for for sub sales. But right now, make sure those leads that you get, filter them out. Okay, filter up. You have to talk, I mean, I mean in a more details way with your prospects, with your leads, uh uh, to those sellers and to those buyers and let them know what's the current situations uh, in the market, what's the correct price to enter. You have to tell them, you have to tell them or else they still think that my property should be at this price. You know, somehow they, they do get, get wrong information, right? So sometimes they say, no, bank valuation is giving me this value. But that is bank value. It doesn't mean it's market value. Sometimes market value simply means that how the market perceives the value. All right. So sometimes they do get wrong. So you have to let them know this. This is very important. 
Because sometimes they, they, they feel like, you know, the bank is giving me 500,000. No, you tell them the market is looking at it at only 400, 450. So at least they are aware of this problem. Then it's easier for you to, uh, to sell the leads, definitely. I think a lot of people or rather owners out there, you know, it's it's normal for them to hope for higher price. You know, at the same time, I think what market price means, you know, it's it's as pure as how the how the buyer and the seller meets, you know, mm. the price that they agreed upon and also with the with the, a little bit of I would say the effect of the current market scenario, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, and then I, I do have this question from Musa and Sri Ayu asking about what is your ideal uh, marketing budget uh, during the MCO 2.0 mm. and how to be cost conscious in marketing during mm. the MCO 2.0? All right. So first, I believe the first part of the question is about the marketing budget that you allocated. Mm. And secondly, is uh, how 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 do you cost um, conscious? You know, basically, I I think this question means that you know how value it is, right? How how you make your marketing cost worth every single penny? Mm. Who wants to take this first? Mm, okay, for for these questions, uh, I wouldn't say you know each and every person when we do marketing. Each and every person, we do have, we do have like different kind of budgeting for each leads, right, Joseph? Yeah. Th that's because different people have different budgeting, so it, it's really difficult to tell you how much. I mean, the actual figure, but uh, I can give you some guidelines on this. First, you gotta see how quality is the listing. That's the very first criteria. You have to do market comparison. How good is your listing compared to the existing supply? All right. And then the second thing, what kind of channel do you want to use for your marketing? Okay. The choice of your channel. And then third, you come to the conclusion of giving it the budget. Of course, you need a budget, but you need to give your budget a period of time as well. You need the timing. Okay. This is three main criteria that you need to set for each and every leads you have. You don't just simply blast, blast, blast. Yes, you do blast. I mean, but blast in a smart way. We walk the planning up. Okay. First, check this but, uh, leads. First thing. All right. Do some do do some do some checks whether this is a good listing or not. All right. That's the first thing. Do some market survey. And then the second thing. Okay. What kind of channel are you going for? Because different kind of property, you need different kind of marketing channel. It's not like landed, condo, commercial, everything. You use the same channel. It doesn't mean that. In general, yes, we do everything online now. Okay, but the thing is that it's still subject to what kind of property are you selling or what kind of property are you going to rent. Okay, and the third, work out how long you're going to market this property. How long you're going to market for this listing. Then only you come to conclude the budget. Okay, that's the guideline I can give you. Joseph, you want to add on? Okay, so again, you know, uh, for me, if I want to market a property, right, I will only agree to market a property if I agree to the price and I get exclusivity. Remember, all of us are all businessmen. I'm here to deal business with the owner, right? And if I couldn't agree with your price, 
it's a sort of, it's like wasting your money to advertise a listing that you cannot sell. Because as a property agent, you know whether this price can jalan or not. If the property price cannot jalan, you just burn your money. So I always request that I, want, I need to get exclusivity and I feel that it has to be moved at this price. But by giving exclusivity to me, I'm not going to spend five credits on Mudar to advertise. Because after all, if I'm coming here to deal business with you, for example, a property worth 500,000, our commission is how much? 3%? 15,000. My rule of time is I will allocate 10% of the agent fees for my advertising costs. That is how I tell the owner. I'm here to do business with you. I'm not going to just put five ringgit credits on Mudar. No, I'm going to put the highest exposure on Mudar, 15 credits, 15 pictures, right? Do video listings. I will invest in your property. This owner will feel, wow, this is not an ordinary agent. Because a lot of agents will come here, take pictures, advertise. That's it, no news. But mm -hmm. with exclusivity, right? I will give you more responsible and more focused. And I will invest in your property mm -hmm. because I'm here to deal business with you. And I'm going to allocate at least 10%. And ex exclusivity means within three months, right? And it is okay. If you don't agree with the price, you don't agree with the, 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 the price given by the owner, sometimes it is okay to walk away. And then the owner will come back, wow, this is an agent different from the rest of the agent because he knows what he's talking about. He talks about the, the market outlook. He talks about his marketing action plan. He gives the directions. A lot of agents outside there, okay, yes, 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 can I, I can sell, I can sell. I'm like quiet. And they're general agents and they would not be motivated. When you get exclusivity, you invest in the property, you will have put more effort and put more costs, right? So in this time, 2021, be an ex exclusive agent. And when you be an exclusive agent, you must have your marketing action plan. It will give you, give the owners confidence, right? 10%, location, 10%. Very nice, Chef. You know, I think these are something that, you know, a lot of people will not be willing to share. Mm -hmm. I just would like to also uh, say thank you on behalf of uh, the participants today to you guys. I realize that you guys are sharing very selflessly today. Uh, I hope that, you know, people here, or rather the real estate agents here will continue to post questions and be benefited from this session because... It looks like, you know, Susan and Joseph are really, really sharing selflessly. They are sharing, they are giving you wholeheartedly, you know. They probably go already very naked in, in whatever that they are doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I think I think you guys will not be able to get any of these kind of tips elsewhere. So please continue to post questions. I will try to my best to read it out for you guys. Okay, uh, moving on to another question from Spita. Uh, she posted uh, quite an interesting question. I think this is the kind of question that I have not seen before. She asked, uh, we have marketing companies asking if we would like to buy master list. Do you think this is worth? Okay. Uh, master list is a very sensitive uh, data, right? But, you know, in our business, we need to get as many leads as possible, right? And one of them is having all those datas in our possession. Right? And we must handle with care because it, it has its PDPA, right? So, uh, yeah, if, if that, those lists could give you uh, uh, more listings, you know, why not buy, right? Get those lists. Susan, what do you think? 
Okay, uh, like like Joseph said, uh, this is very sensitive questions. But what I heard, uh, not me, uh, what I heard, uh, uh, some of them are fake. So be careful. Uh. And then if you can really benefit from it, use it carefully, handle it with care. Okay, no, no comments, no problem. Right. See, I, 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 you know, um, from all this, I, I really think that our these two gentlemen are sharing openly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I really love the sharing today. Honestly, um, my take about uh, master list, uh, same as the two gentlemen, uh, it has a little bit or rather huge, Im uh, I would say, implication on uh, personal data protection act. Uh, it is very sensitive and. Uh, do handle with care because at the end of it, you do not want MCMC to come after you, you know, for obtaining a, a list that is quite sensitive and at the end, you, you are not able to use it, right? So, so I hope that this uh, helped to clear the air in your mind, uh, Sita. Okay, uh, next question posted by Asmak, A-S-M-A-Q, all right? He said, uh, he was asking, Looking at the crisis or, you know, bracket pandemic uh, as more opportunities, what opportunities that you can see for real estate player due to this pandemic? So basically, I believe in short, SMAC was asking, um, what are the opportunities that you see or you saw in this pandemic? Two words, good buy, fantastic buy, best price. Not 70%, best huh? yeah. price. Exactly. Correct. Below market value deals. Huh? So, Asmac, please don't shop for car, shop for property. Yes. <laughs> yes. Initially, lah, buy property this year. Yeah. Hmm, it looks like Asmac has a lot of questions. So, I think Asmac has a question that was. Carissa, uh, Carissa. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, uh, just now I recall there's uh, someone keep asking regarding commercials yeah, and industrial property. Do we have questions captured from them? We do. We do, huh? Okay. Answer that. I thought of saving it to slightly later, but you, if you wish to take this, um, by all means, I, I have no issue. Okay, talking about, I know some of REN inside here today, you might be doing more on commercial or on industrial property. But one thing you have to understand very well for uh, for commercial industrial market is that how is all this industry going? Some are doing very well. Some are actually downsizing. So talking about sales and purchase for factories, warehouse or rental, the only thing that you have to go deep inside is you have to go and see which kind of client, what kind of clientele that you are, you, you are actually catering and you are dealing. Right now, if you ask me, lots of big companies, they are downsizing, okay? They are moving from heavy asset to light asset. So this is your opportunity. If you manage to capture them, you still have business to do. All right, some offices, they are downsizing, lots of people work from home. So if you can capture this crowd, you still have the business. And some of them, they are expanding. Why? Mainly because their business is good. What, what, what kind of business? Logistic. Okay. Those doing pharmacies related, things like that. They're doing very well. So 
I mean, physical, I mean, retails, it's dying, but it's not actually dying. There's just change of way of doing their business. So yeah. if you're doing commercials or industrial property, yeah. you have to understand all this before you can really you know, do more business from them, get more mm -hmm. business from them. Because you see right now, F&B, retails are closing. Why? Because they set up central kitchens. They use grabs, they use food pandas, things like that. It's just the way of business is changing, but it doesn't mean they're dying. Okay? So how are you going to capture this opportunity? You have to go deep in the target market. Yeah. All right. Well said. Susan, well said. So Joseph, do you want to add on anything about the uh, commercial? Huh? Uh, nothing else. I think whatever Susan shared is well said, yeah. Okay. For um, the commercials and industrial segment. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So we have approximately uh, eight minutes left. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm amazed with how time flies. You know, yeah. I didn't even imagine that it's almost two hours gone, you know. That's right. To the both of you. And uh, we still have, you know, more than 400 uh, participants here. You know, thank you Fantastic. very much. The last question, I purposely saved this to the last Reason is because I do see that, you know, it is the most uh, frequently asked question here. Many of them actually ask about, you know, during this uh, MCO, the lockdown period, you know, they are, it is extremely difficult to, to make viewings happen. Owners are not sharing keys, you know, and, and also, you know, people are not able to travel more than 10 km, right? Yeah. I believe, I believe this, this was actually... Um, uh, advice by Joseph and Susan earlier on on uh, video listing, video viewing, you know, virtual. So, um, uh, I, I do know that both of you uh, actually advise on that part, you know, tweak and innovate. So, how, how to inspire the uh, negotiators here? Would you mind sharing uh, how was the response like on video listing that you, you were using? Um, and in your opinion, uh, would it be replacing the physical viewing in future? Yes. To me, I would say yes. That's, that's our, I mean, the, the direction that we're actually heading to. Yeah. Eventually, one day, most yeah. probably we do not have to do any physical viewing. Yes. Right? Eventually, you, you, you just imagine when, uh, when the younger generation, they grow up. Last time, during our time, where got YouTuber? Yeah. Right. There's not anything like that that actually exists in the world. But yeah. now we see YouTuber. It's a kind of job. Yeah. So during our kids, the, by, by that time, most probably everything goes virtual. Yeah. So, so that's the actual, the actual fact and the actual direction that we are, we are heading to. Mm -hmm. You just have to adapt and embrace the technology. Yeah. We, we did some comparison, I mean, for in uh, social media marketing. Right now, those with video simply means it has better view. Right. Because people get bored just looking at photos, brochures, things like that. They, they, yeah. they want something nice, uh, videos. I can see from outside in, inside out. You know, yeah. it's like the real thing. Yeah. It's virtual, but it's almost like the closest to the real thing, to the actual product. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's going to be, you know, way better if you start now. Yeah. Try doing. It doesn't matter. You use your Oppo, use your iPhone, yeah. use, your, use your Huawei, whatever. Just like a video. Correct. Because you're going to improve anyway. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, just, just to help the, the real estate negotiators here, 
uh, you can actually use May 2, the app, it's mm -hmm. free. You can actually do up a five minute free video. So yeah. guys go ahead and try it out, learn new things, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily to be a professionally edited video. Yeah. You slowly, slowly learn, the, the, get the hang out of it. And then after that, I'm sure you will be able to do a good video listing as anyone else. Can I give a, a tip, right? Sure, sure, why not? So, to, to, all our, to all my fellow property agents, right, when you go and meet the owner, right, and you say you want to list a property, use your video as your weapon. If you want to give me, if you want me to do videos for your property, give me exclusivity. Because not many agents are doing videos. And the, when the owner says, wow, you use video, oh, very gang, ah, gang no, very power, no, feel and good, he, man, right? No, he looks jangge. Ah, jangge, ah, no, wow, do video. Okay, say, but you exclusive, lah. but that videos will give you a better exposure and position. Trust me, my, most of my listings will have better sales because of video. So do video now. Don't wait. Start doing. I mean, if you do have money uh, to buy all, all those new iPhone, actually, yeah. the... Yeah. the Video quality from new iPhone is really good, fantastic. Yeah. It's good enough comparing, you know, to, to the proper, you know, those shootings, uh, the, the gadgets, things like that. iPhone yeah. is good enough. Or Samsung is good enough. You just have to start. Lah. Yes. But I tell you, uh, Joseph today totally naked already. Uh, this secret, he also tell you. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but again, all these tips, right? It's all about how to apply. Lah. Seriously. It works, it works. It works, it works. Yeah, it works. It really works. Yeah. I see, I, I think not just Joseph, uh, season the pre. Uh, <laughs> I've also gone naked today. Oh, uh, today. Free, <laughs> free tips. Yeah. I hope uh, with that, you know, I hope that everyone uh, is, is actually inspired through whatever that, uh, whatever advices and also tips that was actually shared by, by season and Joseph. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm so sorry, uh, we ran out of time and we can't actually share or read out all of the questions, but I hope that uh, I've uh, highlighted most of the key ones. And of course, to those who did not get their question being asked, uh, do not worry, I will personally share it with uh, Susan and Joseph after this session. They will revert and I'm going to share it with you guys over again, okay? Sure. Uh, as long yeah. as you registered with Moda, we will have your email address or phone number. We will share the answer of your questions with you after this. All right. Not right after this, but at least, you know, after we got the response from uh, uh, Susan and also Joseph. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in uh, this afternoon. Uh, uh, thank you very much for your participation. Guys, please hold on to us. Please do share your comments, your feedback by filling up the survey form. You know, in order for you to get to the survey form, I'm sure now every one of you will have a QR code app inside your phone, you know. Scan the QR code here. It will direct you over to our survey link. Fill up the survey form and you will be, upon completion, you will be getting a Muda Angpao Packets and also our Muda Property Listing Book uh, mailed, posted over to you, okay? And also, we will have more sharing session upcoming. Do let us know what sort of uh, sharing session that you are looking forward for. And we will try to arrange it. And nevertheless, I think uh, follow our Facebook page to get more information. And last but not least, really, really thank 
to uh, Joseph and Susan for your valuable time. I think it is very precious. It is, uh, it is actually very inspiring today. Is there any last words that you want to share with fellow negotiators here? You want to go first, Joseph? Right. My last word, right? Believe in yourself. Be positive, right? Keep on talking to your leaders. Keep on learning. You will definitely overcome this pandemic. Season? Uh, dear all, my very last piece of advice, keep going, keep rolling. If you believe that you can do it, you, you are going to excel in our industry. Trust me. All right. I've been in the industry for about 12 years. All right. Trust yourself. You know, have confidence with the market, have confidence with our industry. It's going to get better from time yep. to time. All right. Yeah, I, I think um, thank, thank you to fellow negotiators here for growing with uh, Muda Property over the years as well. I've been working under the property category for the past five, six years now. Thank you for, for holding on back with us, you know, and then, you know, staying and growing together with us. And also, last but not least, please, please, please don't give up during this challenging moment. You know, we all know that there are opportunities. We all know that you can actually do property shopping during this uh, pandemic. You know, you get very good bargaining, good buy now. And don't, um, how would I say, don't live with MCR. Don't live with COVID-19. Outgrow them, you know, and I think we all can do it. And all, please uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Remember to wear your mask and remember to wash your hands very frequently. You know, thank you very much, everyone. Very thank nice you. session, Susan and Joseph. Thank you, Teresa. Nice Thanks for having us here today. Thank you, everyone, for attending our webinar here today. Thanks, yeah. Joseph. Really happy to see yeah. you there with you again. Yeah, my pleasure. Very good to <laughs> stay platform with you. Bye. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Ping. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for all the back and support. Huh? Yeah. Thank you, Vivian. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. To everyone who are still around, uh, the video will be shared with you guys once we have done uh, editing. Yeah. It will be posted on our Facebook page. Uh, stay tuned with our Facebook page and it will be uploaded there. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for your feedback. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for your participation. And yes, please copy and paste or click on the survey link. This link will bring you guys to our survey form. Upon completion, uh, we will have uh, the uh, freebies mailed over to you guys. Yeah. What the Facebook page name? It is called Muda Property with Agents. You can just search. Yeah, you can also click on the link that uh, muda.mypink just posted. Click on Muda Property for Agents FB page link and uh, like that page and you will be able to get uh, updates from there. Muda don't have IG yet. I'm so sorry. We only have FB. Any more questions, guys? If no more questions, I'll be leaving. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for your participation.